Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. Luke chapter 9, verse 23, and it's the King James Version. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I gave a meet, A-M-E-E-T, as the Hebrew origin for the word deny. This is part three of my teaching on the subject. I have been sharing that a meet is the type of request that matches the pursuit Jesus is asking for if children of God are to take up the cross and follow him daily. This journey requires us to take our things to Jesus. Why? So Jesus can reconcile them on the cross for us. We cannot take them with us on this journey. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Daily means we are still a work in progress and Jesus needs to fix things in us daily. Apostle Paul said, I die every day. So we have to give things to him and he makes exchanges on a daily basis on the cross for us. He will never stop working on us, children of God, until he calls us home. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So what are taking what what is he what are we taking to the cross to him to Jesus some of the things and i say sums because there are so many and it will take me my whole life to record them so some of the things are our resolve and unresolved issues our wisdom thoughts and intents unforgiveness bitterness resentments anger insecurities our shattered dreams, which are so many, wounded hearts, many times we've been wounded, broken songs. He will conduct the exchange on the cross, or sins, iniquities on the cross, and gives righteousness to you and I. Oh, what a beautiful thing, children of God. He's taking away all of these and he's replacing them with righteousness. But he needs to do it on the cross. He will give you and I beauty for our ashes. If any man will come after me, let him meet or deny himself. Take up your cross daily and follow him. So in my last teaching, I shared that the qualities of deny or meet in the Hebrew is one that has to be alert, physically, mentally, and courageous on the foot, confirm and full of courage, steadfastly minded, strong, established and fortified, must be strong and stronger at the same time, hardened, increase, prevail, make strong and strengthened in the inner self, obstinate and speed. Also, the qualities reachable to meet a meet objectives are obtainable 
when we confess Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior and allow Jesus the opportunity to live and reign in our life. Jesus wants to do a fundamental work, children of God, after he takes you and I from saving station. He said in John, John chapter 1, 12, he said, Stay here and tarry until the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Why did he say this? This is so to prepare you and I for the ministry that he has given to us, for ministry work ahead of us. This is so to start the process of ministry work in you and I. Tarry means to train and school you and prepare you for service. Tarry means to educate and tutor you in all spiritual things. Tarry means to take you through challenges and environments and tests to show you and I the ropes of ministry. You and I, however, need to give Jesus the opportunity to do the fundamental work in our lives, to take us to the end of us, to break our spirit so our newborn again spirit can minister. We need to minister. This is the part we need to minister from, the born again spirit. So if any man would come after me, let him take up his cross and follow me. Paul calls this fundamental work he calls, he said it's from, it's from glory to glory. He said this work in us is from higher heights to deeper depths. How does he do it? The Holy Spirit has to perform this work in us, in each of us children of God. The Holy Spirit has to prepare us for effective ministry. It's the Holy Spirit that does it, not us that does it. The cross must, de must destroy everything that is fleshy in us, children of God. The cross must destroy our self-love. Me, myself, and I must go if work is to be effective. Me, myself, and I is different to loving myself. We must love ourselves. So, um, self-love is having a high regard for your own self which is good and nothing is wrong with that. However, if high regard for yourself and myself means me, myself, and I, or is either my way or the highway, this part will be a prime candidate of us, of the outer man that the cross will have to destroy in us. Sometimes it doesn't happen straight away. It takes a process. It's a process. The cross has to take you through a process. The Holy Spirit has to take you through the process, depending on what has been done. So once the outer man is broken, the inner man is released to take up his rightful place of ministry in us. So who is the inner man again? Last week I shared with children of God that the inner man is the spirit part of man, the spirit part that communicates with God. The spirit part is the part that is born again. The spirit is the part that receives eternal life. 
The spirit part is the part that we use to worship, pray, and communicate with God. It is the part God needs to reveal his purpose and his plans to us if we are to render effective ministry. God is a spirit and let him that worship, worship him in spirit and in truth. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. His soul comprises his mind, will, intellect, and emotions. And I'm glad for the parts in teaching so I can fill in the omissions. Um, because last week I omitted mind from the list um, while I was teaching. So man is a spirit. He has a soul. His soul comprises his mind, his will, his intellect and his emotions. And he or she uses these to access and process requests in the earth realm. His body is the part that houses his spirit and his soul. The spirit part of man is man's inner man and the part of man where the Holy Spirit lives. So once the outer man is broken, the inner man is then released to perform effective ministry in us and through us. That is what this teaching is all about, children of God. The breaking of the outer man for the release of the inner man. The Holy Spirit is able to function and live his life through us because the old man or the soul is too much in his way. It has been running things for too long, children of God. The soul has locked the spirit up in prison for years and all is coming from the spirit is just a little protest here and there. Prison means the mind. Prison means the will. Prison means your emotions and intellect. The Holy Spirit is not able to have his way in us because of the above. That is why our ministry is not effective. Um, souls are not born again. The soul needs to be saved. Listen, the soul is not born again. The soul needs to be saved. Listen to how Apostle James put it in James chapter 1, 21. And I read, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save the soul. Children of God is the word of God that saves the soul. The soul is not born again, as I've just said. The soul needs to be saved, and it needs to be saved by the word, the word, the word of God, the precious word of God. Why? Because the storms of our life are archived in the soul or the mind. Soul is the same as the mind, yes? The battles are fought and finished and file away in our mind. That's where the battlefield is. Amen. The battles are fought and finished and file away in the mind, the soul, the will, and in our emotions. Battles are shelved in the library of our soul. It's built a library there. What mama did to me when I was a child are filed away in the library of our soul, of our mind. What daddy did to me 
when I was a child, is filed away. That is why even after 18, 19, 20 years, you hear stuff coming out. What daddy did, what cousin did, what work colleague did, they're all coming out because it has never been dealt with. And the person, and it hurts. Yes, it destroys. It eats the individual away. What uncle did to me, auntie did to me, cousin did to me, the neighbor did to me, friends did to me. What happened to me at university? What happened to me at college? What happened to me from I was a teenager? What school did to me, teachers did to me, what they said to me, what the coach did to me, are all archived in the library of our soul. It is not right what they did. Adults were not responsible. And so the soul needs to hear the word of God. The soul needs to be healed and delivered so the soul can be saved and healed. So he said, wherefore, lay apart. This is James. Because this is all what has been done to us. They are all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. And, and, and he said, we should receive with meekness the engrafted word. So the word need to come in and engraft himself in the soul, which is able to save your soul. All that is done to you and I came out of filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Apostle James said, we must lay them aside in the name of Jesus. But how are you going to do that? It is not easy. You have to receive the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. This is what this teaching is all about, children of God, that the Holy Spirit has given to me to give to you. Look at what Third John said. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in, in health even as thy soul prospereth. And I, and I like, um, I'm going to just read a few versions and then I pray and we go. He said, in, um, therefore, get rid of moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. And, um, and um, children of God, no signs and wonders are emanating or coming from our ministries. No healing and deliverance are widespread amongst us. No changes are happening in our lives, spiritually and physically. Why? The soul, the mind, the emotions have shrouded um, um, the spirit. The spirit is not able to maneuver. The newborn again spirit is not able to reign. When the Holy Spirit has his way in us, the way before us is very, very clear indeed. And this is what happened when the spirit is not shrouded by the soul. And I'm going to read Acts chapter 2. Um, and I'm going to start from verse 36 um, to just to show you this example. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, Lord, and, and, and Messiah. This is Peter speaking. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? 
Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are afar off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned, and he pleaded with them, Save yourselves and their corrupt generation. Those who accepted this message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Why did I read this, children of God? I read this because to you, um, to show you what came out of Peter's spirit. It came out, um, the preaching came from his spirit. And the Bible said, um, to cut a long story short, about 3,000 were added to the number that day. That day. It, because it came from his spirit. He wasn't educated, Peter. Um, all the Bible said they were, they, they, they were found to be men with Jesus. He, he didn't have um, anything beside his name. No, um, all he had was the Holy Ghost. His spirit is a regenerated spirit. Yes, he had a regenerated spirit. And he preached from the regenerated spirit. And the Bible said in, in, they devoted themselves to the apostles, the, the teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of the word and prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possession to give to, what, to anyone who had need. And I'm going to pray. You said in your word, Papa God, in Third John 1, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as I so prospered. So I pray as your children listen to your word today, they will come into contact with the living word of God to prosper their soul. Thank you for the living word of God and thank you for this teaching and thank you for all those who will be listening to this teaching. Um, your word said in James 1 to 21, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with me as the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. And I pray that as your children listen to this teaching today, it will save their soul. I pray that your children will receive this word so that ministry life can be fun and heaven will come down and glory will fill our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. This is Pastor Sandra checking out until next time. God bless you.